comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like, here comes the. What it do, everybody, welcome back to the Moneyline Madness Podcast. I am Matt Cherico, your co-host, alongside my boy Andy B. Andy, last night, very, very interesting game we had go on. Uh, a little Thursday night football, first game of the season. Man, a lot going down. How you feeling coming into this Friday? Oh, I mean, pretty good. I mean, the NFC is ours as a Green Bay Packer fan, so it's ours easily. Can't overreact too much, but I mean, how does any NFC team now look at yesterday's game and say, hey, we saw the Rams worst and we're ready to go, right? Yeah, right now it might be a little like feeling that the they smell blood in the NFC. I don't know. Double R, what's going on, brother? How's our Friday morning going? Yeah, it was a little it was a little scary. I can't Von Miller, dude. I just want to say Von Miller different. That guy is different. The way he came off the edge last night. I mean, obviously more than once getting two sacks in your debut as a bill is just like nutty. So, dude. I mean, the way he came off the edge was just he he smelled blood. Literally, he came off with a vengeance against the the Rams and he he went after it and he exploited the defense that he knew from last season. I mean, so. dude, they had seven sacks as a team. I mean, that's yeah. that's unheard of, right? Like, uh, I know it opened up so many other guys. When, when you're focused on Von Miller, when Von Miller wasn't the one getting the sack, it was Jordan Phillips, a yep. guy who's not a pass rush specialist. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, so you're really... allowing Tremaine Edmonds, you know, to come I, in and, and, hey, and find roles like that too. This Bills defense, that was without their number one corner, so that's why Cooper Cup was going off. You put their number one corner, I have a hard time believing that anybody's going to be getting a lot of points on that team. That team's defense is perfect, and... I mean, do we even have to talk about the offense? Obviously, I was hyped because yeah. I had I I drafted Stephon Diggs and then Josh Allen for this exact reason. Fifty six points on a Thursday night. That's a that's a weekend setter. Let's like that's a let's go moment. So yeah, I had uh you you were over there with Diggs and Allen, and then I had another league in which uh this was a fourteen man, so it's a little you know more saturated. A little bit. Um, yeah. My combo that game was. Um, Cam Akers and Matt Stafford. Oh, <laughs> so, I, yeah, that was rough. I'm not going to get too overreactive. I, I kind of said it. I expected Akers to come out slowly, and that's exactly what happened. And I, I, that sucked. I, that's, that sucked for Cam Akers. But, I mean, when you have Henderson, I, I thought Henderson could have gotten more space too, and he really just didn't. He only had 47 yards. I mean, it was a rough day all around, let's be honest. So. Mm, you got Cooper and Diggs. I did. Th- I do think I saw that, man. I, are we in the same BFFL? Because I, I, I saw last night somebody was putting up points in, in our league, and it, it very well could have been double R. I mean, last night, Cooper Cup, he's giving me that uh, that Ocho Cinco vibe when he used to call his coaches at 2 in the morning and be like, I'm open, and then just hang yeah. up the phone. He's, he's always giving me open. that vibe. He's just always open always on the field. Open. It was Man, it was nasty. It was really nasty. Yeah. I, I and, couldn't uh, believe it. Who was the the rookie? I think the first round pick, Kair Elam. I want to say his name was. First round pick, not starting. A sixth round pick out of Villanova got the start for Buffalo because of Wh- Tre'Davious White's injury. He looked amazing. I mean, they were locking down Allen Robinson. There was no. I mean, granted, there was no targets because he was. I mean, Matt Stafford just didn't look interested in throwing the ball to anybody other than Cooper Cup. And why would you? So yeah, no. If it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um. And I mean, I think it's going to take a little bit anyways for Allen Robinson to get in the groove yeah. of Matt, for him and Matt Stafford to gain some chemistry. I mean, it's the first time they're playing. I don't know. 
I, I was always skeptical about Allen Robinson coming out and have, like, I never thought he was going to come out and have 100 yards and a touchdown in his first, you know, game as a Ram. No, that's that not was realistic. just never my expectation, you know? It's just with a guy like Cooper Cup who's getting this much volume, I mean, that's just not, it's not going to happen. Something I didn't like, he had to look up and see Odell, the guy he replaced. He had to look up and see him holding up the Super Bowl trophy. I don't know about that. I don't know about a, a current free agent who we know is going to sign somewhere going and uh, partying with the Rams. Don't love that. But then again, playing devil's advocate, do you want him to not celebrate with the team that he want to ring with? I want him to either re-sign with that team or go somewhere else. I'm kind of sick of waiting. (laughs) Ah, man, yeah. Um, Let's talk about it. Jalen Ramsey, toast last night. Yeah. Toast. What did I say? Against good receivers, the guy doesn't play well. It's proven. Jamar Chase had him in the in the Super Bowl. Every time he plays Devontae Adams, he shrivels up into a ball. Debo went off on him a little bit, I think twice last year. I mean, he doesn't cover good receivers well. It happens. There's, there, that's one thing. To not cover a good receiver well, to allow a perfect passer rating, kind of kind of scary to me. I wasn't, I mean, yeah. allowing a, a PR of 158.3. He was targeted seven times, six receptions, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Well, sometimes you can hide him, right? Like, you can hide him against teams that have, like, one or two good receivers. Mm-hmm. They were stuck. I mean, Buffalo has Davis, and I said it. I thought Jamison Crowder was a good pickup. He had a solid three catches and a good 28 yards. I mean, that's a guy. That's a third receiver. That's a pretty good third receiver. They have a really good offense overall. I mean, Josh Allen needs to stop with the running right into guys. That's a I, I said last night he was running a little too much for my liking. If right, I, you know, if I'm the Bills in any way, shape, or form, I'm like, dude, I I love it, but you need to chill yeah, out a just little a little bit. bit. I I spent the second round pick on you, bro. Like, let's go. Yeah, not get I, second round pick on a quarterback is just crazy. But hey, hey it worked. It worked. You last night, thirty points. Well, let's go. Actually, let's see because it, let's not forget this was the first game. So let's let these we'll all. You happens. just never know what's yeah. gonna happen. Alvin Kamara could come out and put up another six touchdown game. Just it, it happens like that in the NFL. Should be putting up so. a six game suspension. Oof, oof, hot <laughs> take. But yeah, it was. Uh, I, I want to talk about how basically all of the money last night was on the Bills and they still won. There was just something weird last yeah. night. I, I want to take it as everyone bet that Dawson Knox first touchdown. I don't know if you had seen that. Dawson I did Knox see was somebody was saying Dawson Knox player for uh first t- first touchdown or any time touchdown. I had so, Higby. I thought Higby could get in, and he never yeah, did. So. And uh, Double R says Higby had so many drops. I mean, yeah, he. I, I don't know. I expected him to really take a step up. I think last season, but he's just he's not that guy. I don't think he's that guy at tight end, and he might be a good blocking tight end. But in terms of catching the ball, clearly that's just not his strong suit, and he doesn't. He doesn't really take any pride in his receiving game as a tight end. No, so. yeah, he he was uh, he was pretty pretty bad last night I, I i think tight ends with those two quarterbacks are something that was a good bet like i think those guys use their tight ends usually a lot they just didn't last night for the rams i mean they never got any flow on offense so i mean they had no shot from the beginning of that game it was 10 10 but you still felt like all right it's still a bills game they're controlling it the bill the, i mean the rams never should have had that first touchdown because they never should have the ball so yeah. i mean that was a terrible interception that was to completely not on Josh Allen's, not Josh Allen's fault. Isaiah McKenzie literally had the ball taken from him. So, yeah, I mean, it's weird stuff like that that happens on week one that makes you realize why we're so happy football's back. And I'm realizing that my banner, I forgot to hit save. So let me just readjust this for you guys because we're not giving any uh, catfishing right here. Don't worry oh, about no, it. No, but no. it was just such a, 
I don't know. I, I just didn't understand how bills are literally 70% of the money is on the bills and they still mm-hmm. won. Yes. Well, I mean, the plus two and a half was, I mean, obviously a gimme at this point. You look at it, it was a gimme because, I mean, they 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 beat the pulp out of them. It was a 21-point game, so yeah. the plus two and a half looks silly at this point. And, I mean, the money line wasn't going to get you much, but that plus two and a half was perfect. Is I, the Rams I, O-line that bad or the Bills D-line that dominant? A I little bit Bills, of both. I think a little bit of both, yeah. Last night, the, the O-line of the Rams was horrendous. And I mean, They're, going, I think they're they not going to be great. I mean, and I want to say that they didn't play Cam Akers for that reason a little bit. I, I think well, that rushing a guy back, not rushing a guy back because we did see him take some snaps in the Super Bowl as somewhat of a decoy. Yeah. I still think he's not 100% to where they want him to be. And they didn't even want a chance at putting him uh, against, like you said, a dominant defensive line, yeah. and then with a her offensive line as well. So it just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It gets easier. They play Atlanta next, so that'll be okay. That'll be a that's, helpful that's game. But, that's a get right but, game. Yeah, but their their offensive line's not gonna be that good. They lost their best offensive lineman, and he, you saw him yesterday holding up the trophy, clearly wearing makeup. Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, that um, was very sus. Yeah, it, his face looked like cupcakes like a lot of credit to him but yeah they lost the best offensive lineman so I, their offensive line is not anything to be great about i don't think their rushing attack is going to be that great this year they're gonna have to throw the ball and yesterday he wasn't able to do it stafford will really he'll confuse you with some of those interceptions but you gotta live the good with the bad too yeah so. no nah, i mean that's the thing we always knew that about stafford like he's yeah. a good quarterback but he loves to air that bitch out I you mean, know, you it, saw the graphic yesterday. He going tied on, for the most. He was tied for the most interceptions in the league last year. I mean, that's yeah, crazy for a really good quarterback. So yeah, but even in Detroit, like he had that same. Oh, he issue. did. Yeah. Like you know, he, he had great receivers. He had Calvin Johnson. You know, and the guy was still throwing picks. So he just loves to air that bitch out. He said they deserved that ass whooping after bringing the Rock back for that pregame Look, bullshit. That was the, the most pregame pre- kickoff stuff was whack. Well, yeah, I, we can. We don't need to get into the moment of silence for another country's leader. That's a different question. That, but first off, that was fucking stupid. I'll be the one. That to was say dumb. It. That was dumb. Like why? Yeah. And um, but secondly, why Jay yeah. Balvin? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that either. I Me listened and Timo to Jay were Balvin there at the golf time. tournament. Very confused. We thought it was Bad Bunny at first. And no. All. Well, even out. if it was Bad Bunny, I'd be like, okay, but it doesn't like fit the role. Like I listen to Jay Balvin all the time. My girlfriend loves him. My girlfriend's not American. Like, I, like, I, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, read the room. We're well, playing room. football. Yeah, football. <laughs> like, I don't mean to be like bring that into it, but it's true. Like, I don't think you anybody just, like, know your audience. Yeah, know your audience point. a little bit. Like, if Luke Combs was up there, I'd be like, all right, cool, dope. I'm sure people would hate it, but I guess Drake said no. I feel like they should get Drake to do that one. They were in LA, so I'm trying to think of maybe somebody who's a little West Coast based. Is Jay Balvin like a big West Coast influencer? I'm gonna be honest. I'm, we're in the East Coast. I listen to Jay Balvin all the time. They love him. I, yeah, I know, I like, know. New York City loves him. I don't know. I but... found it very odd when they said Jay Balvin, and I was like, did I hear that right? Yeah. Did I hear that right? That's so. what happens with a gunslinger? Yeah, but, I mean, interceptions, sure, but, I yeah. mean, hey, I, the most in the league is tough. It's tough yeah. to have that excuse. Like, the fact that they won the Super Bowl with him still throwing that many is, like, miraculous. So that shows how talented yeah. he is, but... I do think that that's something if you're Sean McVay, you want to kind of control a little bit. And that's why you brought in a guy like Allen Robinson to give yeah. you a second wide receiver one to really 
take but some of that stress if, off. If we get a couple weeks in and Allen Robinson's still not doing anything, it He's starts washed. to become him. Ass, yeah. It starts to become because I mean we've given him the the benefit of the doubt. He was on the Bears. Like yep. okay. He was terrible on the Bears, but that's because he was on the Bears. Well, we'll see what he does now. He had a bad week one. I'm not going to overreact. It is what it is. Bro, I mean. But I, I think we forget, like, when he had Nick Foles, Nick Foles was slinging the rock to him. When he had Christian Hackenberg in Jacksonville, he was getting the rock slung to him, and he was producing. So it's like yeah. he knows how to, you know, get his game off. It's just like, where did it go? It's so it I, I'm sense. I wanna not sound overreactive because I'm just trying not to, but I really expect I expected more out of an opening night from the Super Bowl champions. Yeah. But you didn't get it and the I, Bills, yeah, Bills look legit. Like I'm sorry, I can't get over the fact their best corner was out and they still like Cooper Cup was the only thing the Rams had going. If you I put Tradavius White on him, yeah. if you put Tradavius White on Cooper Cup, that game's thirty one. Three, maybe. I mean, they're there. He's one of the best corners in the game. I mean, that team's going to be. I expected elite. the Bills to come out and kind of show out the way that they did. I didn't expect the Rams to roll over and die yeah. the way that they did. That was very ban- odd. Like, to me. that was so weird. It's the ban. You just raised the banner. You know, you're home. It's week one. You're coming off of a Super Bowl win. You would think there'd be some fire there. Nothing. You could tell from the beginning because they kept talking about how everybody thought about retirement, right? McVay had these retirement rumors. Aaron Donald had these retirement rumors. I've never seen a team win a a championship and have so many retirement rumors. Is that all they play? One championship's all anybody plays for anymore? Like, that's what it made me feel like. Like, Aaron Donald didn't look very interested early in the game. Like, did he want to retire? Why didn't he do it then? Like... I'm very curious why that team had that situation. Their head coach is 36 years old, still the youngest head coach, and he's been coaching for five years. So I really don't understand why they had that whole pregame. We're talking about, oh, well, it's a surprise this guy came back and this guy came back. Yeah, I didn't hear a single thing about Matthew Stafford retiring, and he's like almost 40. So it's so weird. I want to talk about, too, like – I'm pretty sure this is Deb still saying that the length of the years on the deal are questionable, but we saw firsthand why Buffalo gave Vaughn that money last night. He's a game wrecker. He might be yeah. the best pass, ru- pass rusher of his generation. He is. Uh, I think he is. Like, he's, he's just amazing. Disgusting. Like, I, and I, I want to say, they, they had a point where they said he went there. He went to Buffalo to be the only player to win three Super Bowls with three different teams. That's not why he went there. He went there because he got like $90 million guaranteed. Yeah, he got but the yeah, bag. The, lo- the, the years were probably a little much, but to get Von Miller to come to Buffalo was probably very difficult. So they had to go a little bit overboard. They did it. And look, it paid dividends right away. So, I mean. Right away. And you see how, like, Von Miller has longevity to his career. I mean, he don't, let's not forget, he was a Super Bowl MVP, like, nearly a decade ago. Yeah. So he's, he's still he's still in his prime, able to control the game the way he is from a defensive position like that, that mm-hmm. is really physically taxing on your body. It's special. And Vaughn yeah, is amazing. And the the Rams kind of tried to make up for it, right? With that Bobby Wagner, you know, deal. But yeah. he looked awful. He, last yeah, night. he he he's he already had showed he was kind of declined and like not in the process, like already declined. Now it kind of seems like a bit of an overpay and and just but he's a good leader. I think he'll be a good leader for them. So I mean that's kind of what you have to live with. I don't know how to gauge the Rams after one game. They didn't look very inter- interested last night. But uh-huh. Buffalo that team looks good luck yeah, in the I AFC. I wouldn't say I want to, like, I'm not sitting here as, like, a, a, a Rams guy saying, you know what, we got to blow it up. Like, yeah. it's just, like, I'm, after week one, it's like, 
that was a little whack, you know, like I need yeah. to see a, a change of pace, a little hunger in these guys or else, you know, in that case, it could very easily get away from you. You know, but, uh, a three week skid is no yeah. joke in the NFL. Yeah, I will say everybody's talked about how good the AFC is. Nobody has a team like Buffalo. Everybody on everybody that has an offense like Buffalo doesn't have a defense like Buffalo. Buffalo yep. has all around amazing. They have a great kicker. I mean, they have everything you need. So load up. And if if injuries stay away from them, that team is destined to be in Arizona in February. So yeah, against let's, the Packers. Let's see what uh, Double R is talking about here. We, Dak re-injuring his surgically repaired ankle. Yeah, he's still I, expected to play Sunday. Now, what do you think about that, Andy? I don't think they can afford to not have him, so he kind of has to just limp on the field. I mean, they're playing Tampa Bay, so they kind of have uh, have to have him out there. Yeah, yeah. Mike McCarthy, now I'm seeing, he said, latest Big on guy. Dak Prescott's ankle. I just saw him this morning. He's doing fine. We're just being cautious. Anytime something happens close to where he had the injury, you just have to look at it and be smart. It's not a big deal. I'll trust him. I can I'll trust, trust him, him for, I guess. Right now. For right now. I need for to see right him play. Now. I guess I we'll know. see him Sunday. Let Shaq Barrett come off the, the edge and just, you know, feast on that yeah. ankle this coming weekend. And things could get really, really scary real quick wow. for the Cowboys. Because the thing about Dak, you know, like, sure, he, like, he's okay. Yeah. But you need Dak not only okay, but you need Dak full, like, guns yeah. blazing this, this season. Like, I, we've said it. The AFC and NFC, they both have teams that should go to the championship. They both have a couple of teams that feel like they're ready to go. And I think everybody thinks the Cowboys are probably one of those teams. If they don't have Dak, they'll be picking number one next year. They will be at yeah. like their backup quarterback situation is nowhere near as good as it was when they had Andy Dalton. So they are yeah. not a good team if they don't have Dak. So they need to keep him healthy. But at the same time, like, do you see who they signed to be their left tackle? No. Who was that? Oh, they've re-signed. Skeleton they, of Jason Peters. So I was going to say, they, they got Jason from the NFC East, keeping him in here. That was just a, a salvaging move. You know, that, that was watch, really all that was. That's who you're having protecting your franchise quarterback. You're going to be yep. in trouble. And yeah. I love Jason Peters, but he's a little older no, now. He's old. He's, he's at up. a left tackle position where he's going to be facing uh, so many good pass rushers. I mean, just when you play Green Bay, when you play Tampa Bay, when you play, I think they play Buffalo this year. Mm-hmm. When they play Buffalo, I mean... Yeah, nice. it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for him. What's going on? I made. Hope you're having a good Friday morning. Dev says everyone's hammering Tampa Bay Sunday night. We'll talk about that Sunday. We'll we'll see we'll see how we feel yeah, Sunday I morning. Mean, let's see I what think... the line's sitting at right now. But I don't I don't minus know. Minus two and a half. Minus two and a half. I don't know if I'm quite ready to just full commit to Tampa Bay. Let's I don't know forget. if I'm ready to full commit to Tampa Bay to anything because I don't think their quarterback's ready to full commit to anything right at this moment. Bro, between that, the hurt offensive line. It's uh, there might be two skeleton teams coming out on Sunday night. Um, week one, on which week is one. never a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> like, week one, a Tom Brady who's just mentally tapped out, and Dak Prescott with half of a ankle apparently. But Buck's sitting at minus one thirty six. So I don't know. I, I just I, I want to see. That's a Bucks. wait till Saturday type of move. Just to I see, see what the, happens. I want to see the Bucks without Gronk. I want to see how that offensive line is because I think. Yeah. Both Tom Brady and Leonard Fournette are going to suffer due to that offensive line. I, I don't think Leonard Fournette's going to have anywhere near as good of a season, and I, I don't oh. think they have a backup that's going to be. Everyone, I think is, they lost Ronald Jones, right? He went to the yeah. Ronald Jones Jets. is gone. They drafted Rashad White, who was their RB two, and I, I think that they drafted him. I think they took him in the second or third round. Mm-hmm. So they drafted him for a purpose. You know, you don't waste yeah, a pick like I that. Guess so. Just not play a guy, and. 
I think that Lenny, like Lenny's on the older side. You know, bit. he's probably on on the decline. For a running back, yeah. Yeah, for a running back, he's probably on the decline of his career. And, and they lost Anto- another year like that last year is just not going to happen. That offense wasn't the same after Antonio Brown left. I think that that was pretty clear. I, they almost, I mean, they did. Were they down twenty-seven nothing in the against the Rams, and then they came back and then lost in that game in the playoffs? I don't think it was they, twenty-seven nothing. I want to say it was like twenty-seven three. Yeah. Like oh, wow, that field goal makes like a big that. difference. Hey, <laughs> yeah. respect Ryan suck up, all right? <laughs> respect suck up. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, both offensive lines are hurt, like Double R is saying. So, it's going to be really weird. I don't know. It's so, like, we're going into week one, and we're talking about how injuries are impacting. Yeah, that's a not, problem. That's never a good sign. It's not a good sign. Real, real quick before we move on, uh, your guy, James Cook. I'm a fan. Love him. Watched every game he played in college. Yep. First, when you when you fumble your first carry, and they don't, I don't think he got another one. I, I would be hesitant to say he got another one. Yeah, Kareem Hunt was the last guy to do that. Kareem Hunt had a good couple of years, but James Cook is supposed to be a dominant running back, and he did not fumble much in college. So, I was very upset when he did that. I was very but, upset. I, I was upset too, and um, I, I think it's just nerves. Truthfully, like I, one carry for two yards and a fumble. That's that just like, bro, as the coach, though, like, are you got to give really, him another opportunity? Like one carry, dude, like you're yeah. showing him that he makes any sort of mistake in the, the leash is cut. He didn't yeah. even a double R said he didn't even get back in until the third quarter. And at that point, he was just blocking. That's terrible. That's I mean, it's not like you to drafted be, this kid to be completely fair coming in, being, you know, taking over the role of. Moss or Singletary, and Singletary looked solid last. He night. was eight rushes for forty-eight yards. Moss still looked terrible. I'm starting to give up on him. I know it was one week, but I'm yeah. starting. Like he did the same thing last year when he was hurt. Yeah, I don't see much there. And Cook really didn't get much of an opportunity. But the fact that Josh Allen was their leading rusher, that can't happen every week. You're gonna get the guy hurt. He had ten rushes. He should not be running the ball ten times. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Deb says specifically with that lead, I would have got him back out there for a few carries to get that. Right, taste out of that's his mouth. why not. Even if he has to weird. catch a pass, give him some space to work. He and can maybe, catch. You know, he can do that. He so can. Yeah, give him give him some space to work and let him kind of find a groove out there. Instead, you give him one carry, you pull him after the fumble, and all of a sudden you're showing that you have no confidence. Yeah, that was a bad. That he's going bad back after, after like he won the game, but he's going back in the locker room thinking, "Damn, am I gonna get cut?" I, yeah, like uh, not only like. Did I not like capitalize on that? But now you know they have no confidence in me, mm-hmm. and I still have to compete with Moss and Singletary. It just doesn't. And like Devin Singletary is not that good to where he just gets this throne that the Bills give him. Like I, I he's, he's he average. Looked, uh, he looked decent. Yes, it was a six he's, yards a carry, eight. I, I want to say Devin forty-eight right by eight. Average know. running back. That he I is. Have, they don't have a great. Right the one issue they have is they don't have a great running game. But their quarterback has kind of made up for it in his career. He can run, and I don't think he should be, but he can. So he's not I, Lamar. So yeah, he's not he's supposed not to be running like that. He, yeah, no. But I, he can run. But the way he was just going shoulder down into these tackles was a yeah. little concerning. Like. Josh, it's week one. Like, let's let's relax here. I don't know who they who do they. I'm gonna look who they play next because that was they they were playing that game like it was Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, they might have. Oh, that's right. They play Monday against Tennessee, so they got another game where it's it's a big game. So, and they get an extra day after starting on Thursday. That's a little unfair, but yeah, yeah, that is true. That's a long time off. Yeah, that's thirteen or thirteen days. 
Tennessee no. next. I want to say that they just spanked the shit out of Tennessee. Truthfully. They should. I mean, Tennessee I mean, will be very interesting. They have to no see they... offensive firepower. Let's like, like. Well, let's Bills... see what. Tra- I want to see Traylon Burks first. I think he could be a number one in the league. But you're I don't telling know if he's ready yet. Back the box and stop Derrick Henry. The game's over. Yeah, then I'm gonna run on you. <laughs> that is it. Like, that, that, and I want to see if Tre'Davious White's back too, because then you just don't even have to. I mean, you just they don't have to worry about any receiver if Tre'Davious White's there. So. Yeah, they got Robert Woods, but um, it's like uh, seeing him is come he healthy off yet. Like, yeah. It's just like I don't, I don't know. He's on the yeah. older side, anyways. In the end of his career, I don't know. I LA, did a, so. uh, I did a little pick, a little pick thing. I had the, I think I had the Bills sixteen and one, fifteen and two, like in oh, that yeah. range. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. hey, I can't see him losing the many teams if they keep no. playing the way they played last. That night. was, that was elite. So. That was that was elite. What a that way to start elite. the season. I don't think the show around the game was very good, but I think the game was pretty solid until the, the game end. itself. Yeah, it was very very solid. And let's not forget, guys, we're gonna be coming back Sunday morning oh, pregame. Yeah. If anybody now. We're taking call-ins for these these Sunday oh, yeah. mornings. So if anybody wants to come on, give their pick, talk a little football with us, you know, you are more oh, than yeah. welcome to come on, make a guest appearance. Um, keeping it football yesterday, somewhat golf actually, we may as well, you know, dabble Ooh. on it. Yesterday, oh, though, I was going to ask you about this. I get did. the chance. I did get the chance uh, to go with Simo to the golf outing, the uh, dine-in for a, a cause. It was at uh, Blue Heron Golf Course in uh, – Little Lake Harbor or no Galloway, New Jersey, right by uh, Stockton University, and um, it was it was incredible, an amazing course. First off, and then secondly, getting to meet some of these guys. Now, obviously, before our time, and so I, I had went the night before. I went to the, my dad with the list, and I was like, Dad, you know these guys? Like, can you like give me? A little, I'm, I'm writing these interview questions. Like, can you help me? What's what's a good question for you know like an Andre Reed type of guy? Mm-hmm. He goes you're meeting these guys tomorrow and i'm like yeah and he's like sterling the, sharp the and italian I'm like, dad yeah. look yeah yeah tomorrow what are you talking about yeah the, the, the nikki cast look yeah i love that That's and great. uh yeah no it was dude it was it was incredible um i was lucky enough sterling isn't the type to autograph anything and so when he got there he was like vo- basically saying to the guys like but if this wasn't charity like i wouldn't be signing these jerseys that you're giving away later on you know, a few drinks in for my man Sterling. Later on, one of the moms on a golf cart is like really loving our podcast and everything, loving what we're doing. She's like, oh, you guys have, I had a bunch of golf balls that I was having, like Irv sign. You know, I got uh, Stephen Baker to sign it. I got Charles Way, Giants running back. Like, it was awesome. A bunch of Giants legends, you know, it was it was great as a New York yeah. fan. Yeah. Um, and so she, we're like, yeah, we got a bunch of guys to sign it, but we, you know, the big one is Sterling, but he doesn't really sign much. And she looks at us, she goes, give me, give me five minutes. She grabs the bag of golf balls, grabs the football from the divide guys. And she goes on a golf cart and we don't see her for the next 20 minutes. Comes back, signed Sterling, two Sterling Sharp autographs for me and the football. I don't want to know guys. what happened in that time, but good on her. Yeah, good on her. I'll take it. I will, I will take, take it. it. That's Thank good. you, kind random citizen. I don't need to know what happened her. in the 18 minutes it took her from between when she got to him and when she got back. But yep. hey, good for her. Hey, we learned good. yesterday more about these NFL players than uh, you know just their on the field careers. We learned that uh, you know he's a big fan of the Snow Bunnies, and that was uh, that was known throughout Blue Heron. Apparently, That's awesome. So That's that awesome. was that was awesome. Yeah, that was that yeah. was really awesome. 
Um, I was, I was Irving Fryer. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Irving. I mean, I personally was obviously not born. My dad knew Irving Fryer because he's a Nebraska fan. He watched mm. him a lot. Number one pick. I mean, that was cool when you guys interviewed him a while ago. Saw so he was on the list, and my dad was like, Irving Fryer, he was number one pick. I was like, yeah, yeah Dad. I he recognized up. us too. That was awesome. Mm. He came walking oh, yeah. up. He was like, guys. He was like, it's good to see you guys. In you person. interviewed me. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. He's awesome. a bro. Irving Fryer is a big dude. Like. Irving oh, could yeah. go out and take reps right six, now. 6'6", six, right? He's 6'6". Like, six, six. Yeah, he could take Something reps like right now. The guy is ripped. And he, like, he is still an ath- like an athletic specimen. Oh, yeah. Clearly. He won the putt-off, the 20K putt-off, just easy. Somebody Sunlight. sunk one, I saw. I don't know who yes. it was, but they just sunk yes. it. Yes, and actually, if you get a hole-in-one on that, uh, that course, being that it is owned by Ron Jaworski, um... You get signed a signed football by Ron That's Jaworski awesome. and like a bunch of it has like his stats, all the his eagle stats and everything like that. That's it was awesome. It was so dope. I played that's against dope. Trotter a couple times in LA Fitness and Mount Laurel. Oh, yeah, wow. that's where a lot of these guys did say that like Mount Laurel was their uh well, yeah, that's a nice their, place. Their spot. So uh yeah. I could see that for sure. He was a cool guy as well. It was just yeah. all around. Everybody there was most just sports so is going off right now us. out there. Yeah. That's it. That's lit. We had Todd Frazier yeah. this summer. Yeah, Todd. Biggest regret. My biggest regret. Didn't get a picture with Todd. My parents were pretty mad at me for that. Probably should have. Yeah, that is true. That's a tough spot. But you know what? We're going to see him again. We're We're going to see him. Yeah. We're going to be actually helping set up his pond tournament for next year. Coming soon. So it's going to get get really lit. This time I will be there the whole time. I'll make sure. Yeah, no, we're gonna be clearing the schedule because this is gonna it's gonna be sure to be a banger this year. Oh, That's yeah. for next year. That's oh, a fact. That yeah. is a fact. Um but overall just a great experience. That's um awesome. there are some off the uh off the air things that we got some very good connects with that I'll I'll fill you in on and it was just all around a great time getting to see some people across like the NFL, just legends. Like it was That's my awesome. my dad asked me, he was like, Were you starstruck and all? And I, I, I said to him, I was like no, just because they're yeah. not from my time. But like, if you, I was, if like, you everybody and... around is just like, oh yeah, in awe. Mo was probably star Yeah, if, yeah if... definitely. He was definitely like these guys are, you know, it. They, they're it, and it was like you could tell the way that they held themselves. Like, you know, they're they're professional athletes. It was just all oh, around yeah. a great experience. And That's big awesome. shout out to the Divide Live and those guys over there for having those us, guys are awesome you know, in their setup. Them, so. That was that was great for sure. But uh, yeah. Enough football talk because there's some money to be made. And uh, unfortunately, today, no football. But I know you have NCAA picks for tomorrow. So let me hear. I'll be a little quick with them. But hey, let's. uh, This is a. This is. There's no ranked games against each other until 1030 at night. Uh, Baylor will play BYU. I'm not touching any of those. I got quick ones, nice, easy ones that I think are pretty free. Uh, We got Wake Forest at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's getting a lot in this one. They're getting a lot of credit for beating Hawaii by a lot. They don't deserve that credit. They're 12 and a half point underdogs. I'm taking Wake Forest on that. Wake Forest is just a really good team. Top team could possibly get into the college football playoff conversation now that NC State looks a little rough. So I'm taking Wake Forest minus 12 and a half at Vanderbilt. Next one I'm going to hit is South Carolina at Arkansas. Arkansas looked amazing in that game the other day, but it was still a close game against Cincinnati, a team with not great quarterback play. So I'm going to go out on a limb say Carolina keeps it within nine. The, the line is uh, South Carolina right plus now. nine, yeah, something around that. So I'm going to say they keep it within a touchdown. I like Carolina's team this year. They got a good quarterback, Spencer uh, Rattler. So um, 
I see a lot there. So South Carolina plus nine. I guess it's eight and a half now, whatever. I think they keep it with a touchdown. Um, the next one I'll do is Alabama at Texas. This is a big one this week. Yeah. These teams don't play often, but I, they will. I was looking at that, and I'm just like, I still think Alabama covers the spread. There we go. I've got them minus 20 and a half right now is the spread, and I would probably go up to about 25 with that. I think this is going to be an ugly game. Quinn Ewers, this is his first career start in college football. Transformate a lot of money. Going up against Bama, a team with a seasoned sophomore, Heisman Trophy winner, guy who played in the national championship on a revenge tour. I don't know if you saw them against Utah State. I know it was Utah State, but they had no shot in that game. And Utah State was dead from the beginning. Alabama's on a revenge tour, and it makes me a little scared as a Georgia fan. But Yeah. So I've got Alabama minus 20 and a half right now, but if that keeps going up, I'm going to go up with it. Could yeah. I also interest you in the over in that game? Because I, I, Probably, think they put up, yeah. I think they put up 50 points. I'm not going to lie to you. 100%. Yet. I agree with you. And I believe that Alabama might give up a touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, make it a 60 total in that because that's the type of game where the Texas defense is terrible. It's awful. So they'll be able and to I mean, score at will. Yeah. So They're going to be running yeah, the, the I, ball I down see the you with that. What would you have the over at there? Uh, 65 and a half on fans. Yeah, I would take that. That's a, it's a type of game that could be 50 to 20. I mean, it could be really easy. It could be a 60 to 20 game for all we know. The, the Texas is not a good defensive team there. Mm-hmm. Couple And also, uh, former Nick Saban assistants, they don't play, they don't go well against him. And Steve Stark is not going to be the one that breaks that. Mm-hmm. Kirby Smart might have, but Steve Stark is not. And then I got one more. Nice and easy one. We talked about Louisville the other day. We were disappointed in their performance against Syracuse. They got their ass kicked. They have, a, a I think, a sixth-year senior, Malik Cunningham, played mm. terribly against Syracuse. Uh, UCF is a much better team than Syracuse at UCF. Five and a half feels like, it feels like they're kind of giving you that. So I could see this being a 10 to 14-point win, maybe even more. Uh, I think UCF is a pretty solid team, and, and Louisville looked terrible the other day. And they're going to be... Probably kicked uh, kicked in the face again. I got UCF minus five and a half. Yeah, I like that a lot, honestly. And I got, I, I'm looking right now with the card and I, I got one for you. I, I really like, I think, I mean, from what we saw last week, I'd like Notre Dame to cover their spread this week against Marshall. 20 and a half, I feel like isn't yeah, too crazy. So I, I like 21 with the squad that they have. They were able to put up some offense. And I know that's I Main's boys over there. So I, I think he's going to like that pick a lot. I like Just, that pick. Uh, that's cover the 20 and a half spread marshall used to be a team that battles a lot now they don't really do that much they've been kind of kicked around a little bit lately i think 21 is a good bet maybe even 28 honestly Mm. sometimes you think about alternating the spreads but then you don't want to be the one that's caught like that gets greedy oh they won by 24 but i had it at 28 ah that's stupid i did that actually and and it it messed me up one night so Yeah. yeah it's uh always fun but college football is very fun to just be there, watch, and, and you never know with these kids. So I'm looking right now. I, I was looking for uh, Virginia Tech, seeing who they play this week, maybe in terms of a bounce-back game for them. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we got? They, they really shouldn't good. have lost. I'm, I'm checking right now. They might but... start ACC play this week, honestly. Hmm. Isn't that SEMO's team, too? If I'm not mistaken, anybody in the chat? I'm pretty sure it's SEMO's. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech is also against the team. That had a very disappointing loss to Rutgers. They're playing Boston College at home. Oh, man. If they don't slap Boston College around. Virginia Tech's two point fa- two and a half point favorites. I That's actually it? think I'd probably go BC in that one. BC really? is a better, BC's the better team. Oh, but both of them are going to be at 
kind of revenge type games. They're very upset with losing the games they lost. Obviously, who wants to lose to Rutgers and Old Dominion? Yeah, but uh, two and a half. That's like I might take old. I might take BC in that one. That's a BC supposed to be a lot better than they played. So yeah, yeah. All right, but those are those are some. I, I I can't lie, like I'm hammering all of those picks home tonight. Like I love all of them, truthfully. The one thing about college football is that like you see a lot more tendencies in in that aspect. Like you, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot easier to read because the good teams are over, like almost always the good mm-hmm. team. You know, oh yeah. Like a, a game like Old Dominion beating VTech doesn't happen as much as like advertised i would say yeah that's more of a basketball thing in basketball there's a lot more upsets yeah exactly that's a great way to put it i'm looking here on espn scott van pelt had uh, south carolina too so i feel good so (laughs) yeah hell yeah let's do it got some baseball bets for tonight in case you in case you guys are feeling a little impatient and uh you don't want to wait till tomorrow to make some money we're coming tonight you know tonight tomorrow the next day three days of just it's a bakery over here because we're just fucking slinging bread you know, that's really what it's coming down to. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Andy, your Mets today, how you feeling about them? You know, it's uh, I, I know you can't bet on the game, but going up against the Marlins last night, uh, we saw Sandy kind of human against the Phils. So what are you feeling like? Well, I mean, I've said it for years. You might as well put it on a T-shirt at this point. Uh, don't expect sweeps. And it's tough not to right now. I know. When you're a Mets fan, you you see the team in front of us, and you're like, we should beat them three out of three, right? We need to. We need to. And they didn't do it against the Pirates, and everybody wanted to hurl themselves off the Rob, uh, Roberto yeah. Clemente bridge with how bad that was. I mean, they yeah. did. Yeah, they lost a game to the Pirates, and it was ugly. It was an ugly game. Don't get me wrong, but they came back and won the series. You can't control what the Braves are doing right now. I hate people that say, well, the Mets are collapsing. No, the Braves are playing literally perfect every time. Yeah. Tonight, I think that changes. I think the Mets still take two or three from Miami. I, I'm not going to bet on a sweep here. I just can't do it. So, tonight, tonight's a bit of a stressful one. I think it's Carrasco on the mound, right? Yep. So, that's probably the most stressful in the rotation right now. I Personally, I know Scherzer's gone, but they're replacing Scherzer with David Peterson. I feel perfectly fine with that. It's Right now, Carlos Carrasco and Taiwan Walker are making me a as long as Taiwan can keep his consistency, he's got to really get. Yeah, he's got to get going. I mean, he had a rough day against Pittsburgh the other day. I think he's got like a six ERA since the All Star break. This is how he's got to figure that out. But yeah, Brave Double R said it. Braves are making the same run they did last year. Yeah, Shit, it's, it's scary. It is, it is. scary. And, it, and it's it's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's annoying it's, as a Mets fan. Uh, the Phils with another blown save. That's been the story of their season. It's just the bullpen. Yeah, they're going they to the playoffs, but they. They don't have a shot in those playoffs. That bullpen yeah. is tem- terrible. Tremendously yeah. terrible, if you will. I got a pick for you. So, tonight, I have San Francisco Giants going up against the Chicago Cubs. Carlos Rodon on the bump for the the Giants. We're going something simple with the money line. Minus 154. I feel like, I like it, it would have been like a minus 200, truthfully. Um, yeah. Maybe because the offense of the Giants isn't, you know, what it was last season, but... Rodon on the mound against Drew Smiley and the Cubs. I'm just not scared of the Cubs in any way, shape, or form. And nor should you so. be. Nor should you be. That's a Cubs team that's got the Mets a couple, uh, in a, I think, next series. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. The Giants the Giants have been very disappointing, but I don't think they're going to just give up. I know they're yeah. probably out of it, but they're not going to just give up and quit. I know they're 10-8. They're 10 out, so they're done. But they, they, they're going to play hard. They're a veteran-led team. So. Yeah. Yep. Another one for you. 
LA Angels against the Houston Astros in Houston tonight. This one, I mean, you're going to see, obviously, it's pretty yeah. saturated on the money line. So, you know, it's like, what what's the point in betting that one? But Lance McCullers going up against Mike Lorenzen. I really like the Astros to cover a first half run line. Going up yeah, one run through the first five yeah. doesn't seem too hard for me. And it's not as saturated as a money line. So, you know, minus 140, I'm, I'm really liking yeah. that one for today. I like that. That's... Angels team is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's a... There's a lot going on over there. Yeah. Uh, even more interesting, though, there's a matchup today that I, I think you so, you might have seen it. And it's very – it's two teams that we love to rag on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Including a pitcher we love to rag on. Yeah, I'm in Not on Not only too. Patty Corbs of yeah. the Washington Nationals, but Noah Syndergaard. You know, what I, you know what I immediately clicked when I saw that. Yeah? The over. Over. Hell that game yeah. over has overwritten all over it. Over. I have it on over eight, but I'm on. See, there's a difference. You, are you using FanDuel still? FanDuel right now, yeah. Okay, from now on, I'm going to use Barstool, so we're back and forth with it. Okay. And, and yeah. if anybody wants See to come sponsor things. these picks, yeah. you know, this could be your spot. It could be. We do not have a guarantee right now. I prefer, right. I actually prefer to go through Barstool. It's a lot more. I probably shouldn't say that, but it's very. It's um, a good layout. It's a very good layout. It pissed me off the other day. I was trying. I was using my dad's phone trying to get the location setting. Didn't work, so we had to flip over to FanDuel. It's good to have a backup always. So. It is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> gotta have. Gotta have backup sports books in case your gambling addiction can't go. Yeah. You, want, you know. Absolutely, I agree. But uh, so we're going over eight and a half tonight. And uh, gotta. Nashville's. I mean, Bills. Is there any other way to bet that game? I mean, yeah. No. Well, I think Corbin might give up eight himself. He's I, that bad. I, I was going to say, the under, they're both at four and a half strikeouts. I might hammer the under for both of them. I'd at least hammer it to Corbin because he does not strike anybody out. Syndergaard, I don't know. The Phillies strike out an awful lot. Is Castellanos back yet? Because I'm betting his home run if he's back. Uh, I do, no, he isn't. Because if he was going to hit a home run, it would have been we yesterday gonna, when yeah, the Queen we died. Yeah, that would have been you know, an that easy makes bet. Sense. That's, hey, yeah, but his first game back, they're still in a mourning period. So his first day back, you better believe he's hitting a home run. Oh, okay. All right. But yeah, I, I like it a lot. And if you want to parlay, Patrick Corbin under four and a half, Syndergaard under four and a half, and over eight and a half runs, plus 354. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think you can get that. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I know and betting on Syndergaard to fail is still out. So yeah. yeah, that's what I saw yesterday because a lot of people were like, oh, Nick Castellanos today, home run, book it, yeah. throw the crib on it. Queen, no, you know, Diana died, boom, house yeah. on Castellanos. Yeah, he was very. I think everybody was very upset that he missed yesterday's game. Yeah, I was. I was. I think it would have been about as. It would have. Everybody would have been microscopically watching his at bats. Like they would have been in on it. Yeah. No, he's just saving it for Sunday. Truthfully, he's waiting. He's waiting for Sunday, and then he's gonna come back then, and he's gonna hit a a blast. Actually, I shouldn't say blast. He's gonna hit a home run. Uh, No more blasts on Sunday. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, all right, I got one more pick for you. I do, too. You go first. Okay, I got the uh, St. Louis Cardinals tonight against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Like I said, money line a little bit saturated, a little too saturated for my liking at minus 205. We're going to rock with the first half money line, and or the first half run line, and that comes in at minus 128. So a lot more value there. And uh, going up by one run against the Pirates through the first five I just Thanks, feel like man. this isn't that much to ask for. You know, it, Thanks, it, just, it isn't that much to ask for. So, yeah, yeah that's going to do it for yeah, me. Yeah, Pirates stink, man. They're awful. I, they I'll, be, I'll be honest. 
I did say they only have O'Neal Cruz. I did not realize Brian Reynolds was healthy now. I thought he was out for the year. So he's a pretty solid player, too, although he's hitting like 250. A little surprising, but they have a bad lineup after that. But Yeah, it's it's really bad. I got that. one more. Okie doke. It's, it's a hopeful and I think expected. The Braves eventually have to lose, right? Like, they have to eventually. They're facing Robbie Wright tonight, who strikes a lot of guys out. So I think... A team that strikes out a lot against a guy who strikes a lot of guys out. They'll get a couple of runs on home runs. On I've the got, road as well, so. Yeah, I got the Mariners minus 103. There's no underdog in this one, I guess. I mean, I guess they would be, but they're both minus. Really? Because FanDuel has Mariners plus 102. So you'd go to FanDuel and you'd, you'd hit the plus 102? Because I'm on Barstool, so there you go. Plus 102, like Fandu- a FanDuel like uh, with the... The Mariners plus 102. Money line. Mariners Over the Braves. The at this line. point, Facts. it's got to happen eventually. So Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's going on, Chris? How you doing today? Any bets? you? We just actually gave out our bets for tonight. So if you want to hear anything else, we could uh, just dish it out real quick. Um, I was taking the St. Louis Cardinals first five on the run line minus half a run. So that's them to lead by one run through five innings and that comes in at minus 128 andy b was just given his pick of robbie ray and the mariners winning the game tonight against the braves he think that there he thinks that there is an eventual fall off for atlanta so gotta have best the best odds <laughs> for that come in on fanduel at plus 102 uh another one i liked was what was that first one that i had dished out oh the giants going up against the cubs same thing first half run line Expecting the Giant or the Giants to be up one run going into the fifth inning against Drew Smiley and the Cubs, especially at home at Wrigley. The Cubs have been horrendous, so I'm just not intimidated by by them at all. And then um, let's see what else did I have to dish out for you? Oh, we gave that little bit of a parlay for Noah Syndergaard, yeah. Patrick Corbin under on both of their strikeouts and the over in that game, and that came in at plus. 350 something i believe or was that five? i don't even remember but it was, it, was a, it was a fat parlay for uh yeah. for just three picks so that's going to be our picks for today and i'm, yeah. I'm liking it and any ncaa oh, yeah. picks we will be dropping in the discord so oh, yeah. just to remind you to join up in the most sports network discord get yourself a free week of premium why not you know you just you can't you can't beat it we were cashing out last night i know dev walked away with a shit ton of money and you can too you know, why not? Where else would you be on a Sunday? Who else are you betting with on Sundays? That's what I'm saying. Come that's on. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I think that's going to wrap us up for today. Thank oh, you, everybody, yeah. for tapping in. Don't forget, Sunday morning, that's we are going to be live NFL pregame. Hell Anybody yeah. that wants to come talk football, come talk football with us. We're talking bets. We're talking predictions. We're talking fantasy football. Anything under the sun right here Sunday morning. I would assume we're going to pick all, all, all the games. Are we going to do most of them? All of them. We're, we're going to have the okay. time. We're talking all of them. True. Fuck it. We ball. Oh, yeah. We ball. Why not? Hell yeah. Why not us? Why not? Why not us? Well, yeah. thank you, everybody, for tapping in. Double R, hope you have a great rest of your Friday, my boy. Chris, hope you have a good day. I mean, Dev, thank you all for tapping in. Thank you for the comments. We appreciate all of you. This has been Moneyline Madness, episode 71. We will catch yes. you guys Sunday morning. Let's Sunday go. Sunday morning. Let's go Mets. <laughs>